Startup Life Hacks, Episode 7. What is your weakness? Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Cookies, Which is, ice cream, pizza. It's, it's really hard. Welcome. Welcome to Startup Life Hacks. Ever wondered if you have what it takes to start a business? Join us as we share with you inspiring stories from these amazing entrepreneurs. Let their journeys bring you one step closer to achieving success. And now, here's your host, Romel Cabal. What up, Hacker Nation? This is Romel Cabal, your favorite host, and I am excited to introduce you to my next guest, Sienna Thompson. Sienna will surely light up the room with her alluring personality, but don't be fooled because she is one tough coach. She will shape you up by utilizing high-intensity interval training and will make sure you are meeting your personal fitness goals. I met Sienna through an entrepreneur friend of mine, Drew Haynes. It was funny because at the time, I didn't really have a fancy studio or a setup to conduct these interviews. All I had was a recorder and a microphone. We actually ended up meeting in the library at San Diego State University. Probably not the best place to be having an interview, but hey, we made it happen. Sienna just recently launched her business, The Coach Fit, and I'm excited to share with you her stories on how she overcame the hurdles necessary to take her to the next level. So please welcome to the mic, Sienna Thompson. Um, other than running my own business, I work at a retail job where it's a running store. It goes into my whole kinesiology background. So all of anatomy, physiology, all of that goes into what I do there because I actually take people's running gates and analyze what could be good for them as an issue or if they need a personalized insole. Um, other than that, I really try to go visit my sister up in LA as much as I can and my best friend and I train them on the side as well um trying to find local parks around San Diego so my clientele can go there and uh, work out I like to make a lot of videos I really am uh, keen on making my life about fitness and eating very well (laughs) (laughs) that's not even about my business that's just what I've always done (laughs) nice All right. So here at Startup Life Hacks, we like to concentrate on the journey of the entrepreneur. What was your upbringing like? What was your professional and personal history that makes you perfect for what you're doing right now? Um, so at, let's see, 18, I got my personal training certificate and absolutely hated personal training. I didn't re-up it two years later. So then I was then a uncertified lame 18 year old that just liked fitness and I trained a couple classes here and there at the gym I worked at and would go to parks and train my friends but wasn't making any money then I decided to get into CrossFit where I was introduced to the level one cert and I got that I ended up coaching CrossFit for an entire year um I won a CrossFit competition that was pretty cool, but (laughs) it was really hard. And what I found was I didn't love it anymore. Coaching it was more something that I loved. And what I wanted to do was make things my way. And I found that when when you work for someone and their business is ran a certain way, you have to obey by their rules, especially with fitness. You can't tell them less weight or do more or do less you have to go by what the owner wants as their business Mm -hmm. so I had a friend who told me that I was really good at it 
and I should start my own business. So I started training people here and there, and then I was like, well, I need to make money off of this. So we did. We made um, business cards. That was like a big, big deal. I learned a lot about making a website. (laughs) That was not easy. Um, Taking pictures has always been something I really like, but professional pictures of me working out was never something I was used to. So that was very interesting. So building content for my website, that's still something I do, but that's something that I started to do very early. And uh, the whole social media thing struck in very recently where it's like you have to be on Facebook, you have to be on Twitter, Instagram, and then you either need Buffer or Hootsuite to make sure everything gets posted (laughs) because everything is um, always getting updated and you don't have the time to make sure at like 3 p.m. when everyone's going to see it that you can be by your phone to post it. So Mm -hmm. I'd say up until recently uh, we have – I have flyers out. I have my internet site that looks pretty good. I'm working on some success stories at the moment, and I just moved everything mostly online, and I still take clients in person. So how do you keep your cool with all the stress? Besides business, what are a few of your favorite hobbies? Um, I really like drawing. Um, Besides working out, obviously, I work out a lot, but not for my business sense or to make content. Um, I really like walking around Belbo Park and out on Mission Trails. That's very important to me, (laughs) trying to find places that aren't surrounded by a lot of people because at my current job, there's a lot of people and a lot of noise, and it's very frustrating. So I try to just kind of seclude myself and find places where I can think. And I really, really like Bikram yoga. I've gotten actually pretty good at it. (laughs) It was one of those that... What's Bikram yoga? It's a hot yoga. So there's certain practices you can do. Like there's hot hatha yoga. There's, you know, ashtanga practices. There's a bunch of different practices. But basically it's in like a room that gets heated up to 90 plus degrees. Oh, wow. So mentally you have to be prepared. You have to be able to balance yourself. You have to be able to, you know, drink enough water so you don't pass out. (laughs) But it's really relaxing because at the end when you're cooled off, they have like the whole lavender and you kind of wake up in like a whole new meaning of your day. So that's what I really like. And being able to go to places that are scenes that you wouldn't see from your sofa. So something that even if you're sitting at a TV, which I have one, I don't watch hardly any TV ever. (laughs) Maybe if it's a movie and someone wants to watch one. But being able to take in a moment is very important to me because it's really loud all day. <laughs> right. Now, what's your favorite hiking spot in San Diego? Ooh, that's hard. I would say Three Sisters, but if I had to do locally, I always like Mission Trails and Belleville yeah. Park. It's not, that's like the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely agree with Three Sisters. That was going to be my choice. <laughs> yeah, it's that's pretty. It's just a little out there. <laughs> it's not a 15-minute drive away. <laughs> right. <laughs> So we always hear in the news about the overnight successes of these amazing entrepreneurs. So what strategies did you use to fund your business? Um, I targeted my friends and family first, and I'm still kind of doing that. And it's not, it wasn't really about the money at first. It was the fact that I needed to practice my business Mm -hmm. and they believed in me. And when they started seeing results, huge results, one of my childhood friends just lost 20 pounds so she's been promoting me she's been you know her sister she's getting people that she knows through me involved and people are starting to 
like my page that I don't even know who they are. Like they know her through her business and it's uh, – but that's uh, that's kind of where things have been going is I've been trying to target people I know before I go off and have someone that doesn't know me so that I build a little bit more confidence for myself and I'm very easygoing. I can get along with people. It's just I want to make sure that I have – the insurance, the liability, and being extra cautious because currently I didn't re-up my search for uh, ACE or NASM, so I only have my level one certificate for CrossFit, and that was $1,000. So to get recertified is, I think, another 500 So making money to get certified, to pay for insurance, it's, it's a constant battle. I understand mm-hmm. why it takes 10 to 20 years to make – success story it's really (laughs) freaking hard (laughs) (laughs) how did you choose your founders and if you run a solo like what made you decide to go do it on your own i (laughs) i was working for someone that i did not believe trained his clients and treated the coaches well and i dealt with it for a long time and the fact is is you can do anything you want to as long as you put your mind to it and Mm -hmm. I took a step back and I tried to negotiate terms with him because I really liked the gym and I really liked the people and they're really were motivated by me but he didn't see it that way so I had to leave and I had to do it myself to see if I I could and I know I can it's gonna take a while but it's uh that was the most that was the happiest thing I've done in a long time <laughs> was I didn't get into SDSU, so I didn't go to school in the winter. So then after I was done coaching, I had no school. I didn't have uh, the job coaching at the the strength and con- conditioning, like CrossFit-style gym. And I was like, I need to make money, and I want to make things myself and my way. Mm-hmm. And I just put my mind to it, and voila! <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> Success? No. <laughs> oh, well, man. kind of. I mean, at least some of my clients really, really like me, and they've gotten me other clients. And I want to take it online, and I already have people all over the country. So, <laughs> oh wow! Even though it's five people in a couple in Utah, uh, a couple back east, and then some in LA. So let's still pretty awesome to nice. me <laughs> <It's growing. laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's amazing to get like clients from you know other places that you don't even expect well yeah. yeah i mean i just started training my my friend jessica who definitely is losing tons of weight her sister's out in utah and she just shot me an email and so i made the whole coach fit online uh gathering through facebook and she is training with me now so mm-hmm. it's pretty cool cool <laughs> So take us back to your worst entrepreneurial moment and lessons learned from that. Oh, man. So far, there hasn't been too bad of one. I think I think mentally I started training people right off the bat that I didn't know at one point. And I started getting really worried that they could sue me if they got hurt or, you know, people get rhabdo, which is intense swelling and can be really, really bad for you and for the client they could definitely sue you so I started freaking out I kind of stressed myself out a little bit on that but if you I feel like 
stress is part of the whole thing. You just have to know how to calm your mind. And at that point, I was, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not, I was not calm. So, I think that that was something, and I learned from that. And I'm just trying to find a better state for myself rather than trying to do anything with anyone training wise because. I need quality, not necessarily quantity right now. Mm-hmm. As much as I want to make money, I want to make sure I'm really good at it before I'm like, oh, you need help with this? I've got you. Rather than me just taking a stranger and giving them a workout like once a week, which I just freaked myself out with the whole insurance thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still am, but um, that that's probably the worst one so far. I really like learning all the videography and learning how to make infographs and all that stuff it's it's really fun it's time consuming and i'm never bored mm-hmm. that's for sure and i think most people don't appreciate or know how hard it is when you start a business so when they want your time and you're like oh you know i'm busy and they're like but you you're just training like don't you have a moment and there's mm-hmm. always there's always something that i have to be doing because it's not just training. I mean, your oh, no. your website, you got to get clients. Yeah, building content. I mean, I get sunburned almost every time I go out and make videos for my for my business online because it's out on the bay. It looks really nice. And everyone's like, oh, these are so pretty. It's <laughs> like, really? I'm sunburned. I've been doing this for like three hours straight doing push-ups, making sure that the wind doesn't knock over the tripod or that the wind isn't adjusting the lens. So it's... It's hard. It looks easy. We're like, oh, cool, video, <laughs> thirty seconds. Right. It's not. It's not easy. <laughs> it's fun, but it's not easy. <laughs> they don't look at the work behind the lens, so. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a story about a great success you've had as an entrepreneur. I think just starting it is the most success right now. Making money is very, very cool. I think making enough money to buy other equipment and being able to save money just knowing that it's from my business is really cool. I've put some money aside. Like I have goals to buy a car by the end of the year, but it's, uh, it's crazy because you'd think that making money is the biggest success, but basically this is what makes me happy. So the fact that I'm just doing something by my own that no one in my family's done, Mm -hmm. they've never started their own business. So kind of feel empowered (laughs) (laughs) i mean starting is like a a huge thing because a lot of people have great ideas on how to start a business but it's really the execution it's just doing it yeah exactly it's it's the website was the easiest thing to start it was the it's been the hardest thing to learn but it's like cool you have a url that's a real thing you figure out even if it's just through wordpress like figure out your blogs figure out how to build content it's really fun it's just I think when you're young, people want to go out and party and they don't want to sit by a computer and figure out how to make a website. <laughs> right. <laughs> it has to be a balance, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not just like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to not do this. Right. Like, when I'm a personal trainer, I can't just say that because I need to work out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what is your vision for the Coach Fit five years from now? Oh, man. I... I want everything to be online to the point where I can walk away from it if I need to, like have a vacation and not have to worry like, okay, how am I going to be 
getting money and I should be able to be making enough off of it to be able to take a break. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that's what most people would want. It's like, cool, I run my own business. Like I want to be able to just like have all this money cash flowing in. And for me, like I, I don't need a ton of money, but to be able to be okay and be making my own money off of something I built in five years would be really cool. Now, it's not going to be the best it's going to be in five years. It's probably going to take longer because mm -hmm. there's still a lot of stuff I need to know. And it's coming up on a year in December, I believe, is like when I initially started last year. Mm -hmm. And it's taken a long time to get things going because I needed to learn a lot. But I would say in five if I could have my website up with all the content and have my videos and have very loyal clients um, to the fact where people know who I am, like people know P90X and they know um, what like a TRX is. So if someone even knows anything about me a little bit, that's going to be totally impressive to me. I'll be like, <laughs> like make yourself a brand. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's people being able to be like, what is that? What's the coach fit rather than it being like a random, Oh, I have a 12 week bikini body. Like I want to be something. I don't want to mm -hmm. just be another thing that's thrown in a magazine. I want to actually have a brand for myself. So if I could do that in five years, even not making tons of money, I would be happy because for the bigger part, it's it's going to be hard. But I would like to be able to do that and maybe actually do stuff in person as well because I really liked coaching little kids. So I still want to integrate something where if I do an online thing with CoachFit, I can still go to, you know, maybe local schools or local um, sports teams and still train them. I find mm -hmm. it easier to train kids actually <laughs> than adults. <laughs> kids just want to have fun and be good at a sport. They don't want to get like bigger and look good. They're just, yeah. they're, they're not worried about all they, the technicality of it. Yeah, they just they, want to do it. <laughs> they want to learn and they're like sponges. They, they see how successful you are and how fun you are doing, how fun you're being. And they want to do that. It's like, why are kids so innocent? They just, <laughs> they don't even know what's bad for them yet. <laughs> so it's, um, I will want to do that again in the future, but that's something like way, way further. Well, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So, <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, we are now entering my favorite round, the superhero round. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your entrepreneurial superpower? In other words, what is your greatest strength? Uh, my greatest strength for for my business is definitely being a good role model to everyone. I always, you know, when I build my content, it's not just about like, hey, I look good. There's a lot of fitness models out there. They're always showing their abs and doing all this like crazy stuff. And for me, it's like, here, here's the park. Here's a video. These are things you should do. And people are constantly coming up to me that know me and like, thank you, because I would have never looked at a swing set and thought that I could even – Perform work out on exercise, it like yeah. oh you can do pull-ups on the thicker bar oh you can put your legs up there like people constantly do that even at my work because they're runners I will do certain things after a run to show that you need you need to have your shoulders back I think runner performance they kind of shrug their shoulders forward so mm -hmm. I've been doing a lot of stuff there and I mean these are guys that are winning like marathons that go to London and go to Boston that have been coming up to me like, wow, like that was really good. That workout really helped me. So 
I like to inspire others. I think that that is something that I have um, that's like kind of my superpower for the fitness world is it's not just about looking good. It's about actually helping people (laughs) on a daily basis. (laughs) So I would say that that's my inspiration is my superpower. Cool. So we talked about your strength. Now, what is your kryptonite? What is your weakness? Chocolate. Chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Cookies, ice cream, pizza. It's, it's really hard to, want to eat everything correct and want everyone to understand that you have to eat correct all the time. And that's actually part of my whole training is with the intensity and the interval training, you get a better cardio, I think. And it's been proven for me, you get a better cardio workout and you're working more muscles and metabolic rate, it goes up and you know, if you want a cookie, eat a cookie. If you want a piece of pizza, <laughs> eat the freaking piece of pizza. So it's really hard because I definitely have a sweet tooth. If I buy it myself, that's when I know it's bad. Because if someone brings it over to my house, they're like, oh, cool, I just have a couple. But if Kinda I go obligated. out. You want to? You don't want to say no. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I went and bought uh, dark chocolate almonds the other day. I was like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> it's okay. No one will know. But Nation. <laughs> when it was dark chocolate, it was 76%. So. I try to be the best role model I can be in some sometimes like I'll even post it too. I'll be like, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> like I'll post a picture of like what I ate. Usually people are like, Oh my gosh, that looks so good because they know I bring my lunch all the time to work. I always post pictures of my dinner and my snacks and it's typically very healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's not easy wanting to eat healthy all the time. It's really hard when you're on the go constantly. Right. So sometimes I do. I gave in. I'll have yogurt or I'll have chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? It would. I've uh, talked about this before. It'd be teleportation. Teleportation? <laughs> because it drives me nuts that I don't have enough time during the day to go from one person to another. Too many times I can't train a client because I don't have my own space because it's like, oh, can I meet you in Claremont at 4 when I'm already down at Mission Beach and there's traffic at that time. You're not going to get on the 8 and be able to just breeze up the highway. It's just not going to happen. Or going up Claremont Mesa Boulevard all the way from Genesee or from Balboa. And it's it it's hard because I lose clients and then like we'll train a different day or time just – it's just there's not enough of it in the day sometimes. Mm-hmm. If someone wants to hang out, it'd be like, oh, cool, we can like go to the movies for a half hour or uh, go do something. It's it's there's not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> so if I could be if I could be somewhere very quickly, do what I need to do, and then not have to travel, that would be really cool <laughs> for my job. <laughs> well, hopefully, scientists and engineers will figure it out by then. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> then I could train everyone in person. It wouldn't be online. As, as for my clients in the East Coast in Utah, I probably will never see them in person. <laughs> so. hey, you probably want to see 80% of your clients. So <laughs> This is true. Yeah. So we're now answering the final questions of the interview. Share an internet resource or app that you use daily and would recommend to our listeners. Um, I'd say for my profession, Instagram is one of the social media apps that I absolutely have to use. Um. Other than trying Hootsuite. So, yes, I just said two. <laughs> oh, you cheated. I'll let it go. <laughs> um, Hootsuite something that I came across from someone else, and uh, it 
it helps me post things on Tumblr and on my Facebook when I just don't have the time and I can just keep putting it on queue. Mm-hmm. So they haven't found one for Instagram. That's kind of where I was going on that. There's no queue for Instagram to post pictures on. Oh, really? So I'm waiting. You know, maybe I know a developer that can make something like that. <laughs> Next business idea. There you go. <laughs> so name one book that you could recommend to our listeners. Oh, I'm uh, I'm reading I'm reading quite a few books, but as for business wise, it is uh, I think it's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yes, by Dale Carnegie. Yeah, yeah, that book, amazing is, book. That book's phenomenal. It's taught me a lot about well, a lot of things. It's not even a business standpoint. I've been able to calm myself down. I think that we all overreact i think that's i don't know if it's an american thing or like a san diego thing but we all tend to overreact at certain things and when you can like take even if it's like your boss or if you're the boss and it's some one that you know or it's a client or your family to be able to not necessarily get what you want out of them but be able to talk to them in a professional manner where they stay calm as well is extremely important and I've been able to actually do that. And pe- it catches people off guard. It's like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, wow, you are right. Yeah. Whoa. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie. Like I used to overreact about certain things and I don't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And that book has really helped with a lot of things in my life. I think everyone should read that book regardless of what they're doing in life. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> people will like you more if you realize the things you're doing <laughs> are mostly wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> cool. Knowing what you know now, what is one advice that you could tell our listeners who are struggling to make that leap into entrepreneurship? Take a deep breath and just do it. And I know that sounds really hard. I mean, hard. I could just took it. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's about... Even clicking like, yes, I'm purchasing this URL or being able to brand yourself, you know, being able to openly talk to people about it and accept that if you want to do something, do it for yourself. Don't worry about other people. Don't worry about, you know, if you're going to fail. The fact is, is nobody wants to take the leap and a lot of people respect you for doing it and it's really nice i get a lot of respect from people like wow this is really hard i can't believe you're doing that Mm -hmm. like that's right (laughs) (laughs) in a good way it's like yeah it's it's hard but they're really excited for me and it's really nice when people are constantly excited for you because Mm -hmm. they want you to make it and if you actually get there you will be happier like i'm not making tons of money right now but I'm a lot happier than I was this time last year. I had no job. I didn't get into SDSU. I was so lost. So (laughs) it was just kind of like, what's going to make me happy? I hated working for the guy I worked for. And this little slice of heaven of a job right (laughs) now that I have has been the best thing I've done for myself. And it's, you just have to put yourself out there and, That's really what it was, was taking a deep breath and like focusing on me and not worrying about making the decision with other people. Mm Because someone can tell you to do something and you're going to be like, okay, cool. And then you're not going to do it. You have to know that it's for you and not anyone else. And then now you have a purpose. Yes. So give our listeners one action step that they can do right now to get started. Um, I definitely think making a Facebook page is the easiest 
make a Facebook page of your business. Make sure that you don't mind promoting your page. Uh, it was intimidating at first because I was coming from a coaching job where the guy had no idea I wanted to start my own business. And then it was just like, bam, she has her own business. But it's making it, making it branded yourself and being able to have your Facebook page, sharing your thoughts, being able to blog back and forth so that your friends can see, invite your friends to like it so that everything is real. Because even if people, you're going to, you're going to get people that like it, but even if people don't, it doesn't matter. People are still going to find you as long as you keep up with your social media. I mean, Mm -hmm. I went from zero to like a hundred likes in a couple hours and it was just because I started it and shared one thing on my Facebook page. I hadn't even invited people to like it yet. So the fact that people are like, oh, that is freaking awesome. That's what I wanted. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) That's exactly, that's exactly what I wanted. And I was, they know, they know me that I like being athletic. So the fact that I put two and two together, like, oh, run your own business, you're fit, (laughs) (laughs) really worked. And it is, if you, if you have the idea, then I feel like you, as a person, you're meant to, to do it. It just does take that little bit to just make the page. And then what's going to happen? Oh, you can delete it, but you don't want to, you want to make it better. And you want people to see it and then it will get better. That's exactly what happens. And people don't think it does. And it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how do we follow you? Like, how do we get to know more about you and the Coach Fit? Well, I am. Oh, man. I'm on Twitter. This is a new. Twitter's a new thing. Um, everything is labeled the Coach Fit. Um, I have Instagram at the Coach Fit. I have my Facebook page that's facebook.com slash the Coach Fit. And I also do have my own website and it's www.thecoachfit.com. The Coach Fit. Yes. So I make sure that people uh, know that side of me. But as for my actual social media, I have a lot of people that I've met through the community that have added me as a person as well as Sienna Thompson. And that's really cool because, you know, their fitness stuff comes up and we're commenting on things. It makes me feel like they know I'm a real person rather than like, this is my business. Like I like when people actually are interested in who I am and not just my business. So Mm -hmm. you see a lot of it through Instagram and that's my real life. Like Just as much as celebrities have Instagrams, you're like, is that real? And some of them really are. Twitter, you're like, holy crap, how do I get to talk to these celebrities or see what they're up to? It's the same thing. You're like, okay, well, I'm the real person here. And I just, my Instagram is the coach fit, but my name is Sienna on it. So I don't have two separate ones. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's. So it's a combination of your business and your. It's my workouts. It's my date nights. It's seeing a fluffy puppy. Like (laughs) (laughs) all things Sienna, but it is still fitness inclined. (laughs) Cool. So thank you, Sienna, for being a guest on my show. We appreciate your time and wisdom. (laughs) But here at Startup Life Hacks, we have a saying to help motivate our listeners who are on this entrepreneurial journey. That it's okay to fail and it's okay to struggle. So let's close by reminding Hacker Nation what our motto is and say it with extreme enthusiasm. Stay positive and keep grinding. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Deanna. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today on Startup Life Hacks. To see how to get in touch with Sienna as well as the recommended resources, navigate over to our show notes page at startuplifehacks.com slash Sienna Thompson. But before we close... 
I'd like to go over some key takeaways and lessons learned from this interview. Money isn't everything. Yes, you need money to sustain a business, but if you're starting your business solely on getting monetary gains, then what is your purpose? Slowly but surely, Sienna is finding her purpose by helping others achieve their fitness goals. She is doing this by taking action and finding her clients to help out, using social media, grinding it out. There's a famous quote by Earl Nightingale Success is the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. This is something not just business owners should seek for, but everyone should go for. Find your purpose in life. Let me know what you think about this comment, what it means to you. Don't forget to rate and review, and I'll talk to you soon. And as always, stay positive and keep grinding.